Here at the Texas Department of Insurance, we're always reminding you to get prepared for hurricane season. But did you know the state also has to get ready? That's coming up on this episode of the Texas Insurance Podcast. I'm Ben Gonzalez with the Texas Department of Insurance, and this is the Texas Insurance Podcast. On each episode, we look at an insurance topic, why it might be important to you, and then offer some tips to help save you some money or protect your family or property. Today, we're talking about hurricane season and what you should be doing to get ready. We talked to Wes Rappaport from the Texas Division of Emergency Management about what the state does each year to get prepared. All right, Wes, thanks for being here today. Really appreciate it. Absolutely, thank you. So hurricane season runs from June to November. So what does the state and, and TDEM do to get ready? So there are a lot of things that, that we do to prepare for hurricane season, right? So uh, the, we, we plan, we train, we exercise, not just TDEM as a state agency, but we work with our other state agency partners to make sure that we're all on the same page, we're all communicating, uh, but really it boils down to, to personal preparedness too from Texans. We, we, we do our part to get ready, but we also need uh, Texans to, to maintain that personal preparedness and also take steps to be ready for any disaster that comes. So you guys work on the macro level, kind of looking at state resources, but we also have to get down to the micro level, the individual homeowner. What should the homeowner be doing now ahead of hurricane season to get ready? So really it boils down to to paying attention, being weather aware, right? You gotta know your risk, you gotta monitor the local forecasts and local news reports, uh, paying attention to, to what's happening around you, you kind of maintaining that situational awareness and making a plan that, that works for you and your family, communicating that plan uh, with the people in your life and, and building an emergency kit, keeping those supplies handy. Yeah, one of the things we often hear is that you should also include in your plan uh, what happens if your family is in different places having a meeting point so you can go from there. Yeah, knowing your evacuation routes, uh, knowing, uh, you know, following the guidance from and warnings from local and state officials. If, if it's a, you need to shelter in place, be prepared to do that. If it's an evacuation, you need to be prepared to do that. Okay, you mentioned the go kits. Um, we hear about those often. Is there, um, what should be in there? And is there like a checklist that we can follow? Absolutely. So, uh, Food and water for a couple of days. Uh, really important to have first aid supplies, mm -hmm. um, personal hygiene products. Uh, really good to, to make sure that you are um, bringing batteries and anything that, that you need to help charge your devices. Mm -hmm. uh, flashlight's a good idea. Also important to think about, you know, uh, multiple go kits, right? Put something in your house, have something in your car, uh, potentially a, a kit at your office, you know, wherever you are, when a disaster strikes, you want to have at least a few supplies with you uh, to, to be prepared for that. Um, any important documents that, that are that pertain to your life uh, is good to have on hand, uh, extra copies of those. Um, TexasReady.gov is a great website that has a, a complete checklist of anything that, that uh, you might need uh, for your go kit. And one of the things that we always say about uh, as far as your insurance needs is make sure you know who to contact, uh, your health provider, your home and auto insurance provider, in case you need to make a claim and you're away from your house. Uh, also keep copies of your uh, deck page for your insurance policies. That's a good thing to do. You can just take pictures of them, save them on your phone, things like that. So Wes, on the TDEM uh, website, we noticed a couple of different uh, 
features that we hadn't seen before. What is the um, Emergency Assistance Registry? Yeah, so this is the State of Texas Emergency Assistance Registry. It's a free program for Texans with, with limited mobility or disabilities, uh, communication barriers, just to name a few, um, to inform local officials about those different needs. Uh, this is a registry that it provides participating local first responders and emergency management planners with information related to what your needs might be during an emergency. So um, it's it's free, it's voluntary, um, it, there's a yearly enrollment, services may vary by community, so it's really important to check uh, to see if your community participates uh, in, in the STEER program, uh, and you can register by visiting tdem.texas.gov slash STEER or by calling 211. But it does. It's very important to understand that it's whether or not your local community is participating in the program. That's right. Registering for STEER does not guarantee assistance, but it does uh, put your information, make your information available to local first responders if they participate. Okay. The other thing we saw is that there's the ISTAT program, which we've seen uh, discussed after a lot of disasters. Tell us in brief what that is. So. After a disaster strikes, there is a chance that your property could be damaged, right? And sure. we want to make sure that uh, we're able to provide resources that are available and, and also get as much information about the damage as possible. So uh, the, Texas has created the Individual State of Texas Assessment Tool, ISTAT. Okay. Uh, and, and this is a, essentially, it's an online survey. You fill out the information, yeah, you attach a couple of photos, and it does a couple of things. On the one side, it provides local uh, and state officials with a, a sense of the damage that has occurred, right? Mm -hmm. It gives us an idea of what is the scope, what is the... And the, where resources need to go. And well. where resources are needed to go. So if we need to send immediate uh, resources to, to a community, we have a sense of what kind of destruction has happened and what resources are needed. Mm -hmm. On the, the second step is that it helps us determine what, uh, the, I guess, the, the extent of the damage and what kind of eligibility we would have for additional types of disaster assistance. So uh, the, the federal thresholds for uh, very specific types of disaster assistance are very high, mm -hmm. and this helps us calculate eligibility for those various types of assistance. Can I ask one follow-up question on sure. that? Um, how extensive kind of damage at my home would I need to report? Yeah, so this is damage to your home. This is damage to your business. Um, uh, first step is important to contact your insurance company. Of course. Second step is, uh, you know, fill out the survey. We, I think there's a there's a calculation on there, whether this is major damage, minor damage, whether it's, it's structural, whether it's cosmetic, the, the questions will help kind of lead the, lead the answers there. And it helps us get a sense of, how extensive is the damage to, to your property? And it gives us an idea of, well, if, if two or three people on the same street are filling out the survey, maybe there's some neighbors that also don't know about the survey or don't have access to, mm -hmm. to fill this out that we need to go check out ourselves. So all the information adds up to a greater home. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, besides um, homeowners and auto, uh, we always wanna talk about flood insurance whenever we have the opportunity and remind folks that your home insurance usually does not cover flooding. So you need a separate flood policy for that. 
Uh, Wes, what's important to remember about flood insurance in you guys' perspective? Well, the National Flood Insurance Program, uh, operated by FEMA at the federal level, uh, pr provides a flood insurance plan for... for uh, That's where most people get their flood insurance. Yeah, and there's a step-by-step -step online process and information on how to, how to do that uh, through FEMA. Uh, but it's really important to note that uh, flood insurance takes 30 days to take effect. Right. So do not wait, uh, get that flood insurance. If that is something that you wanna do for, for your home and for your family, it's important to do it now ahead of hurricane season and not wait until it's too late. Yeah, you can't wait for the storm clouds to be gathering because that 30 day waiting period is important there. Absolutely. Um, you guys have a kind of unique perspective. You, you respond to disasters across the state. Uh, flood insurance is, is not just for the coast, right? No, I mean, floods can happen anywhere. Uh, important to, to be mindful of your risk. Uh, really important to, to, as part of your personal preparedness mm -hmm. and, and your, uh, your personal kind of situational awareness of, of any disaster, is you should know your risk. Mm -hmm. uh, know what uh, your community risks are. Uh, you know, you you're might be more flood prone in your community. You might be more wildfire prone in your community. Uh, it's important to know what, what those priority risks are and have a plan for those while not forgetting about the, some of the other maybe uh, different risks that, that are possible where you live. Right, yeah, we were talking about storms, but there's all kinds of disasters out there. Uh, you mentioned wildfire. Is there anything that homeowners should know about wildfire and maybe things they can do to mitigate that risk? Yeah, so uh, having a de defensible space right. around your home, uh, creating, you know, clearing brush, you know, clearing your gutters regularly, doing your part to, to avoid having um, you know items or objects that could burn close to your home and, and trying to keep those away from from your from your uh, kind of home property um, uh, is, is really important you know we work really closely at TDEM with the Texas A&M Forest Service uh, on the response side um, and the preparedness side to make sure that that uh, communities have the resources that they need at the request of when, when local officials make mm -hmm. requests the state is ready to respond uh, but we want to make sure that people are prepared on the front end right. for uh, minimizing those risks when possible. Yeah, I, I always see uh, whenever there's a, a increased risk of wildfire, you guys put out messages about about that and, and what the uh, risk is, but it all comes down to personal kind of responsibility and making sure that you're defending your home as well. Absolutely. You know, it's really important that everybody has a role to play, right? Mm -hmm. um, the state has a role to play, local officials, federal officials, uh, and, and everyday Texans have a role to play in uh, preparedness and response when it comes to a disaster. Awesome. Well, thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Like Wes mentioned, take some time to prepare for hurricane season and include your family in that. Make your go kits, decide where you're going to meet if you happen to get separated, and review your insurance coverage. Make sure you know who you can call if you do need to make a claim. If you need more tips about storm preparation, visit our website. It's tdi.texas.gov. You can also call the helpline to ask insurance questions. That's 800-252-3439. Well, that's it for today. If you found this information useful, be sure to rate and review the Texas Insurance Podcast and share the information with your friends and family. We'll talk to you next time.